Hello, my dear Earthlings. Hello, my dear listeners. This is Cosmic Awakening Podcast, and I'm your host, Ole Mare. Today is the second episode where I would like uh, to start reading you a book that uh, brought me from the depths of despair about um, our world and reality and um, gifted me a faith and gifted me uh, an image to where we're going to and um, give me an understanding also how to get there. So um, this is uh, the book that called Pleiadian Prophecy 2020, The New Golden Age by James Carvin. And um, uh, I would like to start uh, by reading uh, some parts from it. It will take me several um, episodes to read the full book, although it's not very big, and to discuss it with you. I'm so excited about discussing part because there is not many people I can discuss it with. And now I'm just sitting, talking to myself, basically sending my voice out in the ether, you know, imagining that I'm discussing it with all of you, my dears. Well, um, let's start. I will start from introduction. Hello, and thanks in advance for reading my book. My name is James Carvin, born February 5th, 1987. It is my honor to share the messages I have received from my spirit guide over the course of three years. The information complied in this book are messages that I received through automatic writing, also known as channeled writing. Automatic writing is a form of mediumship or divination in which a psychic medium conveys messages from the spirit realm by allowing a spirit to guide or direct his handwriting. I'm not a psychic medium per se. My channeling sessions were made possible thanks to the use of psychedelic substance that I prefer to leave unnamed. I was first introduced to this psychedelic in 2012. Instantly, I underwent a profound spiritual awakening. I remember feeling intense euphoria and the sense of spiritual connection with nature and all things around me. I've been using this substance periodically ever since. My first time meeting my spirit guides occurred in 2017. I was deeply immersed in the effects of the psychedelic and having done some research on the spiritual experiences other people have, other people have had with it, I attempted to make a contact with my spirit guides. It was a fascinating concept for me, the idea that we all have spirit friends or guardians that guide and protect us throughout our lives. It took several sessions of meditative practice, but on one special evening, I managed to perceive what looked like an African-American woman standing beside me. This is my cat Maui. His name is Michelangelo. Mikochka. Mama, Mama is reading. Okay. Um, so continuing. Uh, I managed to perceive what looked like an African-American woman standing beside me. I remember she had a warm, compassionate look in her eyes. She told me her name, but I was unable to hear it clearly. After more sessions of mediation, under the use of this 
special substance, my connection improved and I was able to communicate much better with my spirit guide, whose name is Tina. After meeting Tina, I became obsessed. I bought tarot cards, a Uja board, a crystal ball, several books about contacting the other side, anything that could help me facilitate a stronger connection with my spirit guide. <laughs> when my connection with Tina finally became crystal clear in early 2014, she and I had many engaging conversations. At first, she told me about her life as a slave in Louisiana during the 1800s, where she secretly gave psychic readings to assist others before she was caught and killed for it. She also introduced me to the to other spirit guides of mine, one male who died in war and another female who is my great-great-grandmother. I learned of their backgrounds as well, but remained mostly connected with Tina. I asked her about many things pertaining to my personal life. I quickly learned about the law of attraction, how the power of our minds and emotions are the creative force behind all the experiences we have. I also learned about the law of one, how there is only one being in all of creation and that everything in creation is a different version of this one being. Wow. Huh? I also learned about destiny, the decisions and agreements we make before we incarnate and the life path or life themes we choose to explore before we are born. I began to ask her questions beyond my personal life into the global reality of things. And then eventually I began asking her about galactic and universal matters. For this, she felt rather inadequate. So she introduced me to a more suitable teacher, my Pleiadian guide, Delta Vash. Delta Vash is an extraterrestrial being that comes from the star cluster we know as Pleiades, approximately 400 light years away from Earth. She resides in the fourth dimension. It is generally believed among metaphysical teachers and students that our universe has 12 dimensions, different layers or planes of reality. The higher up you are in the dimensional ladder, the less physical or solid you become, and the more connected you feel to everyone and everything around you. My first conversation with Delta Vash was so unforgettable and exciting. I felt a vibrant electrical atmosphere in the room that, ha that I have never felt before as she began to write messages through me. At first, I was unsure if she was visiting me in astral form, tra traveling thousands of light years just to speak to me. Later, she informed me that she was not traveling at all, but communicating with me telepathically while still operating her physical body back home in the Pleiades. Delta Vash does not live on a planet. She lives in a giant ship that is almost the size of our moon. This spaceship is the mothership that carries most of the resources used by her people. There are large facilities for scientific work, Animal husbandry. Animal husbandry. I'm sorry for my English sometimes, dear listeners. I'm not English originally. <laughs> I, I'm doing my best. 
So there are large facilities for scientific work, animal husbandry, physical training and activities, and so much more on this spaceship. She told me that it began as a naturally formed moon with land and a few bodies of water. It was later reconstructed to accommodate the space travel needs of her people. After introducing herself and her world to me on that warm summer day in 2014, a whirlwind of universal knowledge came flooding my way. Came flooding my way. Most of the messages I receive through automatic writing do not come to me in complete sentences. I receive mostly the keywords, the highlights or main points of the message, often as one or two worded answers. For example, when I asked her about her home planet, she responded with the words no planet, spaceship, moon. Therefore, I had a lot of editing and revisiting to do with the writing this book in order to stretch out the channeled material into complete sentences. Some of the channeled messages are also quite random, jumping from one idea to another. I would also like to point out that all information gathered from Deltavash is filtered through my mind. Therefore, my own personality and personal beliefs are partially imprinted on these messages, though I try to be a clear channel as best I can. And so without further ado, here begins the journey into the wondrous messages of my Pleiadian guide. Wow, I have chills all over my body. And um, thank you, James Carvin, for uh, self-printing this little book, who helped me to feel much better. And I hope will help many other people all around the world. So let's start. The Pleiadian Alliance. Delta Vash. Greetings, Jamie. What a great joy to finally be present with you. I am eager to begin our conversation. My name is Delta Vash. I am a member of the Pleiadian Alliance, one of the many interplanetary alliances that exist within the Pleiades. Some alliances are composed of only two or three planets. Our alliance is currently composed of 43 planets, making us the largest, but not the oldest grouping within the star cluster. There are much larger alliances that exist, some composed of thousands of worlds that span the entire galaxy and beyond. Some of these groups are interacting with humanity right now as we speak. Each alliance has its own agenda. The Pleiadian Alliance is aimed op at uplifting the galaxy. We attempt to achieve this by educating and defending civilizations that are in need of healing. Earth is merely one of thousands of worlds that require assistance in elevating to a positive status. The Pleiades are a vast cluster of stars comprising a wide range of life forms. Many animals from Earth exist in the Pleiades as a humanoid or more intelligent version. There are intelligent species of birds, canine, reptiles, insects, and even marine creatures that exist in the Pleiades. Our alliance includes several types of these species and many more. The general alignment or orientation of the Pleiades is one that is predominantly positive and loving in nature. 
Every star system has its own general alignment or orientation. If one was to gauge our solar system and the Earth by analyzing the general energy of its location, one could say that it is predominantly negative. Even though there are very loving and nurturing beings within the Earth's locality, the negativity of the origin outweighs the positivity. It is therefore appropriate for beings to label you to label your world your world as a negative one. Conversely, there are some very dark and sinister beings in the Pleiades. Yet the positivity of our star cluster outweighs the negativity. We are therefore regarded as a generally positive system, one that complements and offers much needed compassion and spiritual wisdom to your world. From our perspective, your solar system is about 40% positive. The Pleiades, on the other hand, is approximately 70% positive. The Pleiadian alliance is very much aligned with the generally themes and status of the Pleiades. Though we must inform you, there are other alliances that are not. Some alliances have the opposing agenda and attempt to hinder our work. I myself am what you could refer to as a bird woman, just as you humans are a humanoid and more advanced version of apes. My race is a humanoid and more advanced version of birds that somewhat resembles the hawk from your planet in terms of our features. We have a similar range of emotions and intellectual capacity compared to you. We originated from the Carian star system. A small faction of Carians migrated to the Pleiades thousands of years ago, and this star cluster has been our homeland ever since. There are many legendary stories and depictions of bird people in your ancient writings and drawings. Some of these legends spawn from interaction between Earth and the Carians many years ago. My race comes from a binary star system that lies behind Electra from your view. The name of our home star is Vormuda. There are three planets that are habitable to my race in this star system, and we occupy all of them. My ancestors were colonizers. When they first entered this star system, they began living on one planet and eventually conquered the remaining two which were previously occupied by intelligent race of amphibians. I have lived many past lives throughout the galaxy. I have witnessed and experienced the tribulation of war in nearly every capacity. My race underwent a spiritual transformation after losing hundreds of innocent loved ones at the hand of malicious insectoid race. Their invasion was not successful but the experience taught us many lessons about suffering and the value of life. When the battles ended, we sought greater military might, greater protection and greater spirituality. Eventually, we learned the insectoid race of invaders had been subdued by fleets of the Pleiadian alliance and promptly we requested to join them. Though I am Pleiadian, it is important that you understand the diversity of civilizations and personalities that comes from the Pleiades. 
We are not all angelic beings of love and light, as many people on your planet come to think. There are both benevolent and malevolent, as well as neutral beings that comes from the Pleiades. I myself belong to a soldier class within the military faction of the Pleiadian Alliance. Therefore, I do not consider myself to be angelic at all, for I do enjoy the thrill of war and destruction. I can be mischievous and sometimes too snarly to fit the stereotypes that are often associated with Pleiadians. I regard myself as a being halfway between positive and natural for these reasons. Though the Pleiadian Alliance itself is predominantly positive, we do have some members that identify as natural and a few who are even somewhat lower than natural. All beings within our alliance serve a purpose. This is why I choose you, Jamie. You are an, you are an ob objective thinker with an open mind that can comprehend a wide range of ideas without bias or judgment. I knew it would be a perfect match and it delights me to connect with you when you begin practicing automatic writing. Though I am a physical being, I can astral project and operate as a spirit whenever I wish. I am one of your spirit guides and I understand that your primary guides have turned you over to me since I'm more adept at answering questions regarding universal matters. Next chapter, universal knowledge. First of all, let me tell about what I think about this one. First of all, what fascinated me the first time I read that um, openness about that they are not all negative, uh, positive beings, that there is, uh, you know, the same kind of um, uh, duality that we experience here on Earth, but in a less, uh, in a less uh, scale. Secondly, it was exciting to read about the birth woman because we all have seen um, Egyptian drawings and, uh, you know, we thought that, what is it, uh, you know, it's a imaginative drawings. And to discover that it is all true, to discover that um, all what exists um, here or nurses animals do exist in a, in, a, in a humanoid forms on some other planets, this is exciting. And it's only made me understand how we are all one and how we are all experience... Um, uh, a different incarnation for certain purposes and it only made me want to love and cherish everyone you know no matter is it a little ant or a little um, fly or obviously a human being so um, I'm continuing with the next chapter the Pleiadian Alliance this is interesting because my cat is very acting and playing and mowing around me I don't know, he feels some energy. He feels some cosmic energy floating around. Okay, so to continue. Universal knowledge. I wish to begin my teachings with a few general statements about the universe. First, let me say, we live in a universe that exists within a greater multiverse. Creation encompasses an infinite number of universes. There are some universes that are sheer heaven or sheer hell by design. 
our universe is one of duality, and thus both polarities of dark and light are supported. This is represented by the male and female polar opposites that exist. Males represents the ego, which is service to self. Females represent the heart, which is service to others. Each individual carries a unique spiritual blending of male and female aspects. Some beings are in balance, some are not. In general, our universe is currently out of balance. There is an overabundance of beings who operate exclusively from the ego, which we define as self-love. When an entity has love only for the self and no love or care for others, this creates a very negative consciousness that seeks to interact with others purely for personal gain. The ego chakra dominates a substantial portion of consciousness throughout the sector of the multiverse, effectively plunging countless souls into never-ending warfare. There is much healing that must be facilitated before a more harmonious experience for all can be established. The Pleiadian Alliance has discovered that all things within the universe are interconnected through webs of energy. If you can imagine a cosmic web of interconnecting strings and points, imagine all of these webs eventually meeting at a single point, your solar system. The Earth is a nexus planet, one of many nexus points that energetically link a vast number of realities together. Like a biological organism, the universe is sustained by vital organs that keep it alive. You can think of Earth as the heart or brain of the universe. Without it, the universe would die. Just as your body has several chakras of energy points, the universe itself has its own chakra centers as well. Earth is located on one of the main and most critical chakra points of the universe. By altering this nexus, one has the potential to alter the entire universe. For this reason, we refer to Earth as the crown of the cosmos. The discovery of Earth as an exoplanet comes from the future. There are many extraterrestrial groups that come from 300 years in your future and have traveled back in time in order to prevent something unspeakable from happening. Many groups who have witnessed a very dark, catastrophic turn of events. When the origin of these events were researched and analyzed, all of these groups came to the same conclusion and managed to trace the source of this evil back to your solar system. They have since evacuated their apocalyptic native parallel version of the universe and migrated to your timeline. There are many versions of the future, of course, many different paths you can walk, but in all timelines or parallel universes, what happens to humanity affects the entire galaxy and eventually ripples out to the cosmos. What we and many other alliances are attempting to prevent in cooperation is the possibility of a universal apocalypse. You humans are a very well-known race of beings throughout the universe. 
there are literally billions of beings from all corners of the universe, and especially from this galaxy, who are attracted to the Earth's realm due to its ability to rewire the universal matrix. You can think of the Earth as the famous Excalibur, Excalibur from your legendary fairy tales, an object of great power sought by many. There is literally a race and a tug of war happening in space over your planet. The forces of light wish to uplift humanity. By doing so, we can help uplift the rest of the universe as well. On the other hand, the forces of darkness wish to increase the oppression. If they succeed, the universe may never experience healing. And all the warning and corruption that exists within it may only intensify. Fortunately, the probabilities fortunately, the probabilities are in our favor. Humanity is approaching a crucial moment in time. Your timeline is a mixture of many different timelines existing simultaneously. Like real worlds, like railroads tracks running parallel side by side. This is why Earth is both heaven and hell a place where the best and worst experiences can be had, all contained within a singular bubble reality. You are rapidly approaching what we refer to as the splitting prism of time. Between the fall equinox of 2016 and the winter solstice of 2017, the parallel timelines will begin to literally split apart. Many great and positive changes will unfold on all fronts of your society. The negative aspects of your reality in general will begin to gradually diminish so that, so that no later than 2027, only the most positive timeline time will remain, that which we call Alpha Earth. We members of the Pleiadian Alliance are here to prepare you for this auspicious splitting of realities and, and the accelerating adventures that are sure to follow thereafter. For the record, our main objective is communicating with you. Our main objective in communicating with you is to instill excitement, to propel the energy fields of those who receive our message towards a positive timeline towards a positive timeline on our universal scale. The more intent you put behind a positive outcome, the more likely it will manifest. Our teachings are intended to inspire your excitement, to make you enthusiastic about being alive on Earth at this time and to provide a glimpse of the probable future that our combined willpower can co-create. We are honored to be in contact with you. It makes me want to cry. It is akin to mentoring a chosen warrior in training before he ventures off to become the legendary champion of the world. This is indeed our prophecy for you, humans. Every time on this place, I have tears streaming down my face. This is indeed our prophecy for you, humans. Our visions highlights you as the phoenix planet the version of Earth that is destined to rise from the ashes in a brilliant supernova of cosmic proportions. 
only the bravest souls dare to participate in this most epic of journeys, such as the story of Earth. Your struggles will be greatly rewarded with levels of consciousness beyond anything ever witnessed in the history of the universe. Though now you look up to us, the Pleiadians, for guidance and for wisdom, we assure you, dear friends, it is someday we that will be looking up to you. Delta Vash. My dear, dear Earthlings, isn't it just wonderful to hear this priceless information? Isn't it just wonderful to know that we are not doomed and that everything is not as dark as it might seem and as they want to show us on TVs and newspapers? My goodness, I was so happy to gather more information how Earth is important and what everything was happening here is important for every being out in our galaxy and in the whole universe. And, you know, it's like whenever you read any book, of course, whenever you look any film, it's, it's this never-ending battle of light and darkness, of evil and good. And we are participating in this right now. And we participated unconsciously and this is the moment to participate consciously in that by choosing what vibration you choose to be and the good for everyone. What an exciting thing to realize that we are on our path to much better world. And the dates, I want to tell you, first of all, this book was published, uh, auto-published in 2016. So when he says here, you know, when Delta Vash tells the dates that uh, in 1617, many positive changes, and then we know all what happened in 2020 and what's happening now in 2022, I want to tell you, uh, I want to tell you that um, the dark side, it doesn't want to let uh, go of the control and as we learned once you control the earth a very important nexus nexus point you can control and alter the whole universe wow that's what they don't like to uh, let go it's, it's 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 a big battle and we can change everything so the date is a little bit off because they created the virus they created everything that creates the wars um, just to put away our attention, to keep us in a lower vibrational level, you know. Uh, and that's what we should, uh, you know, we should uh, refuse to, to do. We should refuse to be in this lower uh, vibration, but our own free will by understanding on a uh, global uh, point of view, what's going on. on? On a global Earth point of view, but then on a cosmic. It is very helpful to look at the situation from the cosmic point of view. It helped me a lot. So um, 
I still, you know, this date 2027, it is in my mind. Consciously, I choose to believe that by 2027, we are going to find ourselves in an absolutely different reality. Uh, we're going to read about that, about the prophecies. It comes later in the book. And, uh, and for now, there is a lot of, a lot of uh, things to think about it. Uh, first of all, yeah, 100%, we are not alone. Second of all, they're all helping us. The positive beings uh, from other planets, uh, some are orbiting Earth right now, some are sitting on their planets, um, astro-traveling to us humans here, to pass the wisdom, to pass the knowledge, to um, support us, to help us to bring our vibration up, because it is extremely hard to be on Earth right now. We all know that. Even me, who is a positive person, a very smiling person, I can find myself sometimes it's so much energetically, it's too much, you know, and I cry and I cry and then I feel better. And then I was like, okay, Olia, basta, basta. You have a responsibility to keep a high vibrational level. And that is my, you know, that is my must work to do every day. And it's okay if sometimes, uh, you know, one can feel down. It's like, you know, what I understood about our emotions is like waves, you know. And wave comes and wave goes. And more you learn, sort of, more you start to take it all with wisdom from within, easy it gets. Although sometimes it does hit hits hard anyway, but that's the name of the game. And that makes me um, even more and more um, deciding to work on myself, to, to understand things and, and to go out of the duality from within myself, to help us humans on our beautiful, wonderful planet Earth that's been mistreated. to pass on a, another next level of existence that are destined for us. And it's, we, you know, it's within the reach of our hand. It's within the reach of our thought. My dear Earthlings, we shall continue this book in my next episode. If you would like to give me, you know, feedbacks, uh, I would like to know, would you like a longer episodes or a short episodes is what you like? Um, because this is, you know, very new to me. I'm discovering my path as I go. I just feel so exciting about doing so because it feels finally that I'm finally doing something what I'm here for. And uh, for now, I'm just sending you all, all love and light and from the depths of my soul to you, Earthlings, and to you, Cosmic Brothers and Sisters, in case you're tuning into this uh, podcast of mine. I love you all dearly. And uh, I'm so looking forward to meet you here on Earth. I'm so looking forward that you can be here freely with us and we can embrace each other in a big hug and um, we can travel to your planets to visit you. It's all in my head. I'm already well in five-dimensional space, I think, and I'm so excited and looking forward for opportunities that we can have. But we shall talk about this in my next podcast. And for now, much love and light. Yours faithfully, dear Earthlings. Olia Mare.